This is TJ Talks, episode 21. Vacation All right. This, you know, the beginning of this is just like that game. Uh, you, you don't know Jack. You know. I haven't played that yet. Is it good? Oh, it's great. Well, that you can download the free version, uh, the for, light, uh, the light version for your iPhone. Oh, I will totally do that. Yeah, yeah. I love trivia. Yeah. Like, okay. Ten seconds. Ready to go. That's okay. that's how they do it. All right. <laughs> All right. Welcome to TJ Talks. I'm your host, Cookie. Oh no. <laughs> I'm Judd. <laughs> cookie, who's Cookie? That's the host on. Uh, you don't know. Jack. Oh, the the oh, I gotta get that out. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to check that out. It's funny. Can you play against each other? Like, can we start another rivalry in something? I I bet you can. I haven't. Okay. We'll have to check it out. <laughs> yeah, because it's no fun unless I'm beating someone. Well, that's true. <laughs> and and with me today is, as always, today, <laughs> Teresa. Right. Hi, Judd. Uh, wow. Well, getting the show started. We we are here on a Thursday, and we're getting this going. And uh, lots of stuff happening. News, generally speaking, we have some stuff. We're going to talk, of course, about Osama bin Laden and the fact that we got him. Osama bin gotten, right? Uh, bin gotten. Any other <laughs> slang terms are there for the demise of that man? Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. And we're going to talk about natural disasters, particularly the flooding in the Mississippi, but in general, some uh, disaster stuff. Because it seems, they are. seems like there's a lot of them going on lately. I mean, just it's one right after another. I'm telling you, animals dying and, you know, oh, yeah. natural disasters. I don't know what's going to happen to us all. Okay, and what else are we going to talk about? And then finally, <laughs> believe it or not, Southwest Airlines... You know, if if uh, what's that guy's name? Is it Kevin Smith? Yes. You know, if if he gets kicked off, now we got two ladies, a mother and a daughter, getting kicked off the airplane for being too fat. <laughs> a little bit portly, too bad. Wow. Yeah, we need to talk about that. That you know, that's something that's one of those little hot button issues that you can offend people quite easily with. But bags fly free. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's start with serious, and that way we can end on a more topically lighthearted. I, I think it'll be lighthearted. Yeah. No, it's heavy. <laughs> That's topic. <laughs> All right. We'll end on a heavy note. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Bin Laden. Bin Laden. Man. Do you think they got him? Well, you know that's funny that you mentioned that because when it first happened, it, you know I was more suspicious that we were that the, something was going on, and it wasn't like this full disclosure of truth i felt okay. like i felt like we were you know it just something didn't seem right and you know of course i listened i watched this jesse ventura business which i probably should not watch too much of <laughs> so you get polluted with those conspiracy ideas well you know i i'm a skeptic so did he have a take on the bin laden thing because i hadn't i haven't heard it if he did well, you know uh, i'm finding out that really jesse ventura is more like a front man for a broader group of conspiracy theorists that, okay and he kind of gets them together to feed him the data did you read his book he just had a book come out no so ago and apparently the book is frightening people up and down and it's not conspiracy theories the way that we're used to seeing him on a show on tv it's releasing of thousands and thousands of government documents and just 
bringing things to light that people didn't know that are published actual facts in in some used to be classified now unclassified documents. So I, if you ever get a moment, you should go and download a recent, probably about a month ago, Adam Carolla podcast where he was a guest. Ventura oh, was a guest. Okay. And he's entertaining to listen to on all kinds of fronts. I mean, he's well-spoken and he's, you know, energetic and all of that. And he's got some far out there stuff, but he makes compelling case for most of it. And, and he seems very bright bottom line the man was a navy seal so he's no joke when it, it comes to and it was a gov- and it was so, governor i mean yeah. why would you why would he lie yeah well schwarzenegger was a governor so you know i mean we really- <laughs> well okay I, you got me there Except- george bush was a governor of texas right so yeah, i mean <laughs> yeah well but but like you said he was a navy seal so he was on the inside actually i would think that if um if anybody should know should have an inside track with somebody you know, a fellow Navy SEAL, he should be able to go say, hey, guys, I'm one of you. What's the story? And then he should come out and he should debunk the conspiracy aspect of this bullshit. Right. Well, I think I don't know that he can do that or even if he wanted to, that that he could. But I think a lot of us come out now. It's like feeling fairly legit. Right. I mean, Al Qaeda's acknowledged that he's dead. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. And they're a little PO'd about that. Right. So. You know, I think I think we can fully admit that that has been handled. Now, if it went down the way they say it did, and then the the wife is the human shield thing, now that story's changing. So, you know, there's been some facts that have been in question, but the the big fact that he's gone seems to be pretty decided. Oh, okay, not to create conspiracy theory here. <laughs> You know you're going to, though. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, so t- it's ironic that today I watched one of Jesse Ventura's posts on Facebook, which okay. was which had a uh, – he has a guy. I can't think of his name. And he has his own podcast radio show thing. And he went – like he has a 15-minute diatribe about – he spent like you can't trust the government because they lied to you about this and this and this and this. Sure, the government lies all the time. Okay, but so he's saying, well, if they lied about all these things, what makes you think they didn't lie about the bin Laden thing? And I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, how do you cover up something like that? Right. There are so many people involved in that kind of conspiracy. It just it doesn't make any sense that that would happen. You know, what's the motive to lie? I mean, I mean, is it the I mean, like, here's here's the thing. George Bush, there's some claim that George Bush uh, had him long time ago that is one of the claims and okay and there was and he like cites some documents or something like that which i mean is it possible that they that the cia caught the guy and installed their own doppelganger in place but bush would have wanted everyone to know that he got him right before he left office i thought that you know that would have been the feather they could have dropped that little thing yeah for sure it would have really helped so or, I don't know that I understand what the conspiracy would be to to fake get him or fake replace him. I don't I don't get that. Uh, other than uh, just to be deceitful. Well, either that or to keep your government uh, in you know with all the threat con levels and all this you know all of that stuff right. to keep well that keeping infrastructure- us in a constant state of fear. Right. That, right. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, the, well, the terrorists, the terrorists. We're already in that now. We got Bin Laden, but who's number two that's going to take over? Is it his son? Is it, you know, <laughs> Oh yeah. It's like there's already another guy who's got to be the number one worst terrorist in the world so we can all be afraid of him. I just, I don't understand that 
jump onto the next horse, but that's what's happening right now. Well, what I heard, and I was listening to um, people talk on, on a show called Real Time that I know not so many people, well, some of the people I know that don't like that show. Oh, really? <laughs> Love that show. Like, okay. Okay. So anyways, what they were saying, though, is that um, President Obama has just been kicking terrorist ass right now, although at, at great expense, they've been dropping bombs all over the place and, you know, and attempting to kill as many of these bad guys as they possibly can, that there's no shortage of going after them. Right. You know? Yeah, there's been no uh, weakness shown there. That's for sure. It yeah. sure seems like every yeah. time I turn around, somebody's getting blown yeah. up. Yeah, if they if, if they suspect that there's a bad guy somewhere, kabam! They drone the hell out of that shit, right? Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. launching tomahawks and the whole thing, and and hellfire missiles and right. Yeah, exactly. Collateral damage, be damned. They're just going for it. Mm. So yeah. So I I do believe that we got that's our him. Nobel Peace Prize winning president, right? <laughs> Can you imagine if he had not won that prize, what he would be doing? I know. <laughs> I, out at the Cape somewhere, I saw a really funny bumper sticker. And what it is, it's a B-52, if you could imagine, in a circle. Uh-huh. And the way that the wings are, they're like this. So you have yeah. you have the airplane fuselage going up and down, and then the wings going kind of like a, a triangle. And then a circle around it, so it looks like a peace Uh, symbol, but it's the uh, airplane, right? (laughs) And it it is peace through brute strength, you know? Keeping the peace, at least. Yeah, peacekeepers. (laughs) So, um, anyways, it's just... It's just kind of funny. Like you said, I, Nobel Peace I will Prize. admit that if it had been Bush who said he got him, I probably would be wanting more proof. I, you know, I think because he wasn't on my team. That's why I'm not so readily able to believe whatever he says. But because this guy's on my team, I think, you know. You know, that's a whole other con- good conversation that is surrounding this. I think that if you are a, you know, on one team, you may have a little bit less you know, feelings of belief where somebody else would believe it more. Right. For sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just like you said, if it, if George Bush got it, all the Republicans would be going, oh, hell yeah, we got him. And all the Democrats would be like, uh, maybe you did. Prove it. <laughs> they, yeah. they wouldn't take it at face value. Yeah. Let's see. Right. And I, I don't think we need to see the photos, right? Do you need to see those photos? Um, no, but not now. I think that um, I think what they, they did works for me that you know yeah a bunch of congressmen have seen them and stuff and they've said yes this is the real deal i mean there's enough corroborating stuff going around that right you know these conspiracy guys can say what they want the only thing i really said was you know why aren't you showing this to me i mean i'm you know i watched i watched 9-11 live happen on tv right how much more horrific does it get yeah, our delicate sensibilities are not the reason we're not seeing them. And and let's just all admit to that. So, yeah. I mean, I, mean we, I watched – I went on the internet to watch Saddam Hussein get hung. Cause, oh, okay. Because yeah, you can see all that footage, cause, right? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I, I wanted to know. I wanted to see for sure that that guy 
you know, that, right. that justice was done. Of course, you know, we watch movies all the time where we see all of the horrific blowing up things and stuff. So primetime television and CSI and all those damn shows, people are yeah mutilated every moment. Right. So we watch it all the time. We're very desensitized to that. So, yeah. So I'm just like over it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm obviously glad he's dead. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a little late in the whole game, but now it's, you know, fair to say that it's done. And I do find it highly ironic that it was on May, what was that? First, First. right? Yes, May 1st. And it was May 1st, 2003, that Bush stood on that aircraft carrier and said, mission accomplished. Oh, was it really? That was exactly that day, eight years, you know, later, that we finally got Bin Laden. And it's like, okay, well, maybe now the mission is accomplished. So, in that regard. And that was the same day that Hitler died. Wow. Yeah. Not a good day for evil people, but. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking, well, see, I think that's part of why people think it's just really weird that all, it's just too much coincidence. But I am, it is the coincidence and it is what happened. And that's a fact. I mean, I think that there's enough evidence Right. And I think that you're going to find a bunch of seals that are going to come out a little later on. Oh, and tell you that. But the other part was that um, the there was another belief, and this is what I was getting at with the real time, is that they made Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda, whatever, a, the bigger boogeyman than they really were. And that is why we're a country and everything lives in fear and that we should never have let them pull the shenanigan off and lock our country down. Like it did. Like it did. Right. Exactly. Because they really weren't, didn't have that kind of stead. Right. They pulled off that deal. Yeah. And then subsequent to that, they did what the subway bombing in London. And that was that, you know, they failed with the underwear guy and the tennis shoe guy. So those didn't work. But those guys were inspired. They weren't Al Qaeda. They were like people inspired by them. I thought the underwear guy was a like Al Qaeda protege guy. Uh, No, he was listening to uh, some, believe it or not, there's an American that's living in Yemen that they're trying to assassinate and kill right now because he speaks this English uh, Al Qaeda crap. On, okay. like, on like YouTube and stuff like that and puts it out there to try to get um, disaffected uh, Western Muslims to pull off uh, Al Qaeda type stuff. Well, it feels like, yeah, we have enough homegrown crazies that that are from here or here still that can be more problematic than anything Al Qaeda can do. But uh, obviously they were doing something. They, you know, I well, don't know. I think it's. I think it's better than it was. I think we don't need to be as fearful as we are. Uh, the sad thing is that they're not going to let that go. We're still going to have to be afraid of our of the boogeyman, right? I, I guess. But, you know, living in a free society comes with an element that we have to trust each other. Correct. You know, secure the borders. That's all. You know, just secure the borders. Yeah, how about that? That would be a nice plan. You no, know? we couldn't possibly have that, Doug. Come on. Uh, I mean, that's all I'm thinking. You know, we're, don't worry about what's going on inside. Worry about what's going on outside. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know if, if you let them in, then you, then you failed. That's, right. So. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to, uh, as a good transition right into natural disasters. Ugh. Which is going Poor on. People. Yeah. I didn't know that 
oh shoot, I'm going to say this wrong, but I thought, I think it's 33 states have tributaries and rivers that feed into the Mississippi. Is that 33 right? or 38. I just heard it yesterday. If you and tell me Alaska does, I'm going to. Yeah, no, they showed it on the map and it's mostly Midwestern, but you know, it's far reaching Colorado, I believe. Uh-huh. And it is pretty amazing to think that out of the 50, you know, a lot, that's a lot of states feeding into the Mississippi and no wonder it's such a magnificent waterway. Now this is, you know, century flood of the century or even flood of the, you know, eternity because no one's seen the water this high and it just has no stop yeah, in since, sight. Since like 1927. That's I, crazy. I don't even think, was Mark Twain alive then? He was dead by then, right? Didn't I, he die I, in early I think, 1900s? I think so. But I yeah. mean, can you imagine if he would have seen that? Oh, yeah, he'd certainly have something to say about it, I'm sure. He, he was Mr. Mississippi, that's for sure, right? Yep. Uh, but, I mean, it's just we have these natural – in fact, they said FEMA is looking at redoing uh, what flood control is all about and, and their perception of what flooding is based upon all of this stuff. Because it's going to happen more or because their guidelines were outdated? Why are they changing it? Well, it's just – it. I guess it's happened enough that they're not sure that what they've done in the past is the right answer. Now they're trying to – gotcha. Yeah, well, are there levees that are on the northern parts of the Mississippi that are that are just not functional anymore? It feels like we're having this problem, and it might just be an infrastructure issue. Some of those things are just really freaking old. Yeah. Well, you know, they had to blow a levee. They did, right? And yeah. So that doesn't make any sense to me. Why do you do that? Is that like setting a fire to stop a forest fire? You know how it kind of – Yeah. You know, yeah. They, what they did was they flooded some farmland to prevent some uh, cities from getting flooded. Well, that I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? And and there's still snow melting on the ground everywhere in the north, you know, mid Midwest northern states. So there's just no end to this. Well, if they could pipe it out to California, you'd be fine. <laughs> then we'd have no drought. I could water my flowers and not feel so guilty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although I think we're we're still in a drought, but not as bad this year as before. Wow. Oh, really? Wow. That's, yeah. yeah. Florida's in a drought, believe it or not. We're darn supposed to be getting rain all the time. You guys are, yeah, usually pretty moist over there, aren't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> I heard that about your citizens. Indeed. <laughs> but it just seems like these extremes. You know, Texas is having this drought, um, but the rest of the country's flooding. And California is not in a drought season, but you guys are. And it just, what is, is that just goes to prove that nothing is what we think it's supposed to be and that everything changes all the time. I, you know, I think we just are waking up to the fact that that's the way it is. And, and, may- and we can track and monitor and think we know and keep historical data and prove things, but maybe it just doesn't matter that it just changes randomly. We didn't have satellites back 50 years ago that could Google us in on everything. And the, right. and the world was just not as populated with people. Right. I mean, it's probably tripled in size in the last, you know, 50 years at least. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. let's say you had a big a big earthquake, you know, like in right. Spain. You know, if you didn't have infrastructure and stuff, really nothing got damaged. You'd go, oh, we had an earthquake. Well, what was that? I don't know. Right. <laughs> the recent one there, I don't think it was that big. But because so many of those buildings are old and not built for that, hmm. that's what caused all the turmoil, right? Um, yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, you got that. You know, of course, we know the earthquake and tsunami in Japan. Now we got earthquake in Spain, flooding here. It's just out of control. 
it's out of control. And some of those real, really rural parts on the Mississippi, I mean, those people, I just don't know how do you come back from that. Those tornadoes in Alabama last week, I mean, jeez. Yeah, that was another big deal, those tornadoes. Yeah, yeah. So, so who's filing the class action lawsuit against God? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, that's what I that's want to know. Right. <laughs> Which lawyer is going to take that suit on? Uh, I, he he sure. may have to subpoena him. I don't know if he's going to show up in court. And uh, defend I, himself. I'm sure it'll be on behalf of an insurance company. <laughs> Aflac. <laughs> Aflac, exactly. <laughs> they got it. Oh, remember we talked about the Aflac thing? Did we finally resolve that? I, I know who got it. Did we talk about that? No, we, no, no. Some other, Our, some sales guy got it. I some know. sales guy, right? Did yeah. we talk about this already on the no. show? Anyway, does, yeah. Does he that, work for your company? No, he works He works for Aflac. Oh. oh He's well, a random well, that's, employee. Well, that's bull. So it was that, an inside job. It was an inside job. Who do you work for? But, oh, Aflac. Oh, you're it? <laughs> That's right. You're Cause, in. Because if we yeah, fire you, you're, if we fire you, we really can fire you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a little recording of the conversation when he found out. Yeah, I, I did watch that. It was online. Yeah. I saw that. Or Gilbert. Oh well. Oh well. One bad joke and you're. It, you know, the, you know the worst part about it is now he'll tell Aflac jokes. <laughs> I don't know. I'd want to be Affleck. Any funnier than the bad Japan joke that he told that I, got him in all the trouble I, to begin with? I, I'm sure, but you know, Affleck will probably suffer more than they'll do well with that. They're going to have to change their name <laughs> to Duck Duck or something. Something, yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to our next topic. Yes, the next topic. That, so, too fat I feel to like fly. There's some sort of thunderous lead in this story. I dun, don't know. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, Southwest holding mother and daughter. Yes. Ugh, that's can, a bummer. Can you believe it? How heavy are they? Did it, does it say by any chance? Well, let's see here. It says Tigman, who had lost 120 pounds last year, told the news organization, It doesn't ha- matter how far I come. I have a long way to go, but no one sees that. All they see is my exterior as someone who's fat. Uh, let me see if it tells how much they weigh. Uh, she's already lost 120 pounds and she's still too fat to fly. That's not, awkward. Well, we're not getting a, we're, we're not getting a weight thing here. Of course, she does have a blog that you can go to to, to view okay. her experience. Um, and did Southwest present to them the opportunity to buy another seat? Or do they just say, you're not getting on this plane? It says, the unidentified Southwest employee told the ladies they could board the flight if they sat with a third overweight woman in a row. (laughs) Of course, my daughter was okay with that, but I was not. uh, uh, Let's see. uh, But I wasn't because the deal I made with Southwest when I left, I bought a ticket and it's open seating. You can sit wherever you want. (laughs) Which is usually what people hate about Southwest. After a supervisor intervened, the woman, the women were allowed to board the flight without purchasing extra seats and were given vouchers and an apology, which Tigman recorded on her phone for good measure. So, so her beef is just to make a stink because Southwest is going to pay her for this embarrassment, essentially, right? Um. Because that's what people do now. We just get paid for our embarrassment. I guess. suing people with deep pockets. Well, I don't think that she's going to sue, apparently. But, uh... Or I th- get this notoriety because of it. Well, yeah. But who wants to be... Uh, I wouldn't... If I was uh, in that situation, 
I wouldn't want that. From her or the what? Do you, which side? Say that again. Um, that wouldn't be enough of a apology to you to get a voucher and to get on the plane. No, I wouldn't want to be on on the national spotlight. I yeah, for the wrong reason, for the right? Wrong you re- wouldn't yeah. want to be. Yeah, you know, I'm, yes. I'm I'm fat, and so this is the problem, Judd. People don't have any shame anymore, <sighs> so there's no shame in being so you know ridiculously overweight, and 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 maybe shame's the wrong word, but. I would equate it to like the Snookies of the world who have the world's worst behavior out of control and they love it. They thrive on it. People want to watch it. So there's no shame in anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Which I think is what this is the bottom. You know, it's the disintegration of society. (laughs) That's exactly what this is in a nutshell. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know. I just, I mean, I think that person was wrong. Uh, the that supervisor or not the supervisor but the employee that told the lady she couldn't fly and what would be the point of making all three of them sit in one row that seems like the plane's gonna list or something don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> there's Colombian coffee served <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm being facetious I'm not trying to be offensive to anyone who has a weight issue Lord knows I have my own oh, that's because so that's because we're both very very thin people right I couldn't be any thinner so Lord knows I have no no understanding of what somebody with a food addiction goes through no yes. we don't diet and exercise our asses no. off no yeah exactly no, no none no. of that no. I I would be yeah 700 pounds if I could so uh-huh. I I definitely understand that overweight and I, you know, I feel like it's a disease for them. I don't think it's a laziness thing. I really don't. But at some point, just like any disease or disability that you might have, maybe there's just some things you don't get to do with that. You know, I know that sounds really awful to say and that everyone is to quote a friend, a beautiful and unique snowflake, but no, we're not, you know? Yeah. Well, how, you know, how fat could be too fat to fly? I mean, I, my guess is that <laughs> seriously. Here, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Americans are fatter than they've ever been. Right. And it is not unusual to see, uh, but people between two to three hundred pounds. Right. On average, I mean, they're fat. Okay, they're fat. Yeah. Whoop de doo, they're fat. So I'm just like. Uh, thinking okay so maybe she weighs 300 pounds right you know yeah i mean i'm a short guy i'm a little guy relatively speaking although i weigh my plenty (laughs) but uh, you know if you've ever been on an airplane and you've uh sat next to someone really big then you know that they kind of take up your seat yeah not the most convenient yes but i will tell you I'm look okay. This this is lady is a pretty big lady. Okay. I'm going to show you here, but uh, it shows what she the before and after, and she looks like she's weighs a lot less than she used to. Uh, okay. Hold on, let me show you. Yep, there's that. Okay. Well, she doesn't look the if that after is a current picture, she doesn't look that terribly heavy. I, I would have said that that yeah that that would be yeah. fine. Now I will yeah. say the before. Would, it's really really would, really heavy. It could have been yeah. tough to sit in a seat. I mean, just she, because she's a, in that picture, she was very big. That was right. she was probably uh, pushing four hundred plus pounds in that oh, picture. Easily, easily, yeah, easily, easily, easily. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, 
I would say that to try to squeeze all of her body into one of those tiny ass seats on an airplane, which they've right. made smaller, wouldn't even be fair to her as a passenger. Correct. You know, and if they flip up the things and you got, uh, you know, three seats. Seat belt th- extender. Yeah. Three seats for two people. That might right. be appropriate. Actually, might be appropriate. I don't know, though, that, you know, the, the airlines should have a thing. If they're going to force that issue, when you buy your ticket, they should say, give us your, uh, in, yeah. your, your physical data. We'll take your credit card number and your current weight, please, and not what it says on your driver's license, because we know that's not true. Well, I mean, if you show up and you're significantly different than what you yeah. said, then you'll either be not allowed to fly or you're going to have to pay to get the extra seat. Maybe at the airport, you know how they have that little metal thing that you put your carry-on bag in if it fits mm-hmm. in that metal thing then you can carry it on maybe we all have to stand in one of those metal boxes and well, see if well, we fit well you go to like disney or particularly universal is great for right. this i went on the harry potter ride and out in front they have the seat and you have to fit oh. in the seat if you cannot fit in the seat you do not then go not on the ride. the ride you don't yes. ride the ride right so, you there, know. there was when we went to disney world a couple of years ago there's a whole book about Visiting Disney theme parks for the extremely overweight and, you know, so I, um, I'm not trying to sound like the world's meanest person. I get it. Weight is hard. And in this country, especially where cheap food is so prevalent and so bad for you and the calories are so inefficient for our bodies, it's just, it, it is a sickness. I get it. But at some point you just can't do everything you want to do. It's, if you are that weight. Can you send me some Vince's spaghetti, by the way? Yes, and, and I'll package it with some In-N-Out burgers, oh, too. Oh, there you go. Uh, which is, I know, it's horrible. Which and I opening in Texas? They opened one in Texas? You're kidding. I didn't know that. I knew they were in Arizona and Nevada. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for one, them. One so far. Yeah, and I, I love food. I, I really do more than any one person should. So I, I understand. But it's still... Mm-hmm. It's not okay to be that. Well, it sounds like this incident is a little bit cockeyed, especially if that girl is only as large as she looks in that picture. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't imagine that. I would have said that that would have been fine. I mean, right? But right. But if you're, you know, if you're six hundred pounds, or you know, if you're, th- I think there is a threshold of limit. You where, bet. It, but I think though that. The airline has a responsibility to be forthcoming about what that limit is before you buy a ticket. Before you, yeah, that's not a bad idea. You know, I so mean, we'll it, probably it, all have to succumb to that now. It's a quid pro quo. You want, yeah, you want me to buy a ticket? You make it a rule when I buy the ticket. You don't wait until after I show up to tell me, oh, by the way, you're too fat to fly. Yeah, it's not going to work. We took your money, but we changed our mind. Yeah, no, it's not okay. Well, it's kind of like me joining the submarine force, you know. I get on the submarine, I'm getting submarine qualified, and then somebody tries to kick me off for being too short. What? Yeah. <laughs> so you I think could... that'd be good on a submarine, you... everything's smaller, right? Oh, not on a tr- not on the Trident, man. That well, so I'm huge. Sure. They're well, huge. Yeah. It's... yeah, 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 I know. But anyways. But, you know, I was seeing all those World War II movies, they look so small. <laughs> well, the, the, they are really small, yeah. and I've been on a few, just for okay. tours. And uh, But you had to, I have to, you had to be able to reach these uh, emergency air breathing uh, manifolds mm-hmm. and so i had to prove that i could stand on without on being on my tippy toes flat-footed and do it oh yeah. geez okay so that was like a big deal so wow well 
Yeah. That would that would have been interesting though, because I would have said, "Guess what? You guys are breaking my contract because I got submarine qualified." So kiss my right. ass. <laughs> so yeah, you should have thought of this before. Yeah. Well, it'd be if you wanted to work at Disneyland and you wanted to portray a character um, that's a tall character or a short character, and you're neither tall or short. You you just don't get that part. That's just not everybody can do everything. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Well, good thing that we know the answers to everything. I truly feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, uh, and it, 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 the deal with the airlines it worked out. They got to fly and got a free ticket. I mean, I'm flying on Southwest later this month. I better get to the gym right now. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or bring your phone with you. That way you can tell them. Hey, I will record this conversation and put it on the or internet. I'm going to tweet this right now that you're being mean to me. That's right. Feeling. Emma, you need snowflake. All right. Well, All right. I think we've uh, hit some great topics today. today. You know, um, so we talked about uh, the Bin Laden deal. We talked about all the other craziness and then finally uh, we talked about uh, flying bungees mm-hmm. alright so uh, well that's about it for our show today for uh, TJ Talks I'm Jed and I'm Teresa and we will chat with you later talk to you later I'm beating someone.